So hi, welcome to the Gnoise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Seth from The Hire. And we're some questions to say about their new EP, Elvis in Wonderland. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about their sponsor so far? Dude, uh, shocked. I mean, honestly, we've been gone since uh, MySpace. So uh, <laughs> it gives you, that kind of gives you like a, a timeline. Uh, we've been gone for a while. And so... Mm. When we came back, we were like, oh, are people even going to remember who our band was? And I mean, the response has been crazy from all of our either old fans or people who have now, uh, you know, found our music and our new fans. So it's been great. That's awesome. And it's awesome oh, that yeah. like you were able to reconnect with like these older fans because like you guys were done kind of in the MySpace days. So you, you were never really on these newer platforms and shit. Mm. Oh no, we started our Instagram this year. <laughs> we, uh, we uh, got on TikTok weeks ago. <laughs> so, I mean, we're new to the game, I would say, I, you know, even though we were a pretty established band and I would say we were, we're big on MySpace. Uh, Facebook was literally just starting to become a little bit more popular than MySpace at that time. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, as the elder emo that I am, it's, it's one of those things where I, I feel my age, you know, trying to jump back into it because, uh, I had to get used to not calling things CDs and, uh, <laughs> that's how cool I am. But, you know, it's been a, it's honestly been a great transition and it's kind of just cool to see the many new ways that we can bring music to kids and to, I wouldn't even say kids, I would say to people because, most fans of the higher are not kids anymore. They have yeah. kids of their own. So absolutely. Sure. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? I mean, I would say that we wanted to kind of just give a glimpse back into Vegas. I mean, Vegas really represented um, the style of music that we played back then. <clears throat> and this EP, the songs that we particular, particularly chose for it, I think really fit the theme. Um, Elvis in Wonderland is kind of just that feeling that you get when you're in Las Vegas. When you're not from here, it's easy to kind of just come here and feel like you are in a different world because mm -hmm. nothing closes. Um, everything is more glitzy and glam than anything that you, you've been used to. So it's just that extra element in Vegas. There's no clocks on the walls. You know, they want you to lose track of time. They want you to spend all your money. They want you to see all, all the entertainment. And, and I would say back when we were doing it, there was a scene, you know what I mean? Our band, uh, the killers panic at the disco, uh, uh, just to name like, you know, a few, I mean, escape the fate at that time, mm -hmm. the cab, um, these bands and now even imagine dragons, all these bands came out of a scene that was here in Vegas. But now the scene of Vegas is artists that don't want to tour anymore and want to kind of just do the residency thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And to be honest, you know, with the digital world that we're in now, it's just fun for people to have an excuse to come to Vegas to see Katy Perry or, you know, these kinds of uh, groups that are coming in. So now it's, it's just kind of representing what old Vegas is and what Vegas is to the people who live here. Cause I do a cover band here in Vegas also. And people just think, oh man, that must be the best thing. You guys are just living your dream out there. But when you live in Vegas, it's the, the wool over your eye. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody is coming into work and going home and living regular lives. 
and all the tourists are coming to live that wonderland experience around you. Yeah. So I really think that it just tied a lot into Vegas and what we are. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Makes sense. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Well, what's great is uh, COVID allowed us to be as collaborative as possible. Mm -hmm. um, we, what honestly, I would I would thank COVID for even the resurgence of our band because yeah. um, we all had songs. Everybody that was in the hire and people that weren't even in the hire uh, anymore, uh, we all were we're all still friends. So Tom, our original guitarist. Our original bassist, uh, Jason Face Centeno, and then myself and Reggie, our, our guitarist who's in the band, and George, all of us kind of got together and collaborated and brought all the songs that we had individually and just song ideas together. And since we had all this time off from work, we just said, let's meet up in California and demo this. And let's do this for fun. This was like you know, let's spend no money and let's just have fun and, you know, reconnect. Mm -hmm. And it turned into, wow, oh, we've got a full length record worth of songs here. Maybe we should release some. And so we shopped them around and then decided Mike Pepe was the man to do this. And so uh, we got in the studio with Mike Pepe and plugged out five of the demos that we had. And we still have, I mean, I would say seven or eight songs ready to go for for more right. but um we just wanted to get music out as soon as possible and now that that ep is out i think we've got the itch again and uh, now that we've played some shows we're like wait people are excited to see us i mean the fact that over 150 or so kids come out just to see our band mm -hmm. and it, it's been 10 12 years since we played yeah. that says to me that if we put out music that maybe we can gain more fans and have more of an excuse to come visit the places we haven't gotten a chance to again. Sure. I mean, you guys already have a sold out show in New Jersey, which is crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I, I have to, I have to be so honest with you. The reason that show is sold out is because it's digital. Uh. <laughs> so, I mean, it, we're not trying to like trick people and be like, Oh, we're so cool. We have a sold out show. But we did like so many people were trying to find tickets for it uh -huh. and were like writing us and like, how do I get tickets? I can't find them. And I'm like, it's a digital show. There will be no audience. We will be recording in New Jersey, but it, you have to um, have that platform to see it. You so, got us we, so good. <laughs> we did. We got you. That's why we're playing New Jersey uh, the following mm -hmm. day. Good. Is to yeah. actually play New Jersey, so kids who want to see us physically in Jersey can come out to that one, and that'll be a great show. Same with the the New York Boardwalk one will be awesome. Fair so enough. hell yeah. Um. So what I'm kind of gathering here is that the the pandemic was the reason why you guys got back together and, and started writing again. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's the reason we were able to. I mean, I think we all have wanted to over the years and just, you know, we've made the excuse like uh, maybe one day or when I have time or this and mm -hmm. that. And now that there's such a resurgence in our style of music, I feel like it was the perfect time. We had the time off for, from work, so we had no excuses yeah. and we just made it happen. And now 
it's like I said, reignited that fire that all we're thinking about is when can we get in the studio again and make more music? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad you got that out of the pandemic. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's good to get something good out of those wasted months. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric or moment off this EP and what it means to you. I don't, I don't mean to be cheesy and like take take uh take from like the the single but i uh the the single that we have uh free ride um it, it it's kind of like a break free song for us i the reason we 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 released it as the first single was more due to the fact that i felt like it sounded like the old hire and mm. it had this like breaking out of this silence that we've had so the lyrics are, if you're in it for a free ride, hate to let you down. This love is like a war cry and I'm breaking out. And war cry is kind of like, you know, the beating of your chest, the kind of like, uh, it, it's our time to kind of like break out of this, like everything has been nine to five, you know, work schedule and like, you know, living these mundane lives that, you know, we didn't live for a long time because we were doing the band. Now mm. this is our chance to to break out and kind of like let loose with the music and the feelings that we've been holding inside. And yeah. I think that, that it couldn't explain um, us more than those lyrics just talking about, you know, not just coasting through life and not mm -hmm. just taking it for the free ride that it is, you know, really putting some work in. And if you put the work in, you know, it'll it'll make you feel good. Like you're exploding and, yeah. and, and the talent and the music and all that will come out of you. And it, it definitely has. I mean, I feel like I was nervous about the shows and having played, you know, I don't know, five or six shows now it's uh, the nerves are gone. Now it's good. straight excitement. Hell yeah. I'm so Hell happy yeah. to hear that. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, so could you tell us where your headspace is at while you guys are writing the CP? Um, our headspace was, this is fun. We missed this. <laughs> hey, this, this is, uh, you know, it, it's not, I wouldn't say easier than we remembered it being, but it's now that it's been a while and it's not like, honestly, it's not my, my main job. You mm -hmm. know, all of us have, have day jobs right now and are like living lives, you know, now it's, it's kind of like, it's my freedom again. You know, when mm -hmm. we first started the band, I would say it was easy to enjoy music. You know, I was listening to bands that were similar to us, like, you know, panic at the disco, the cab, the main, uh, mayday parade. But then after a year or two or three of, of doing it and it becoming more of a business, and not wanting to sound like this band or that band, I kind of tuned out all that stuff, or I kind of listened to music with more of a judgmental mind, mm -hmm. you know? And now I'm able, I was able to take the years off, decompress and come back as a fan again. And so now I can enjoy the music. I can collaborate better because I can be like, yo, I like what you brought there. Hey, maybe it would sound cool if we did this or, Hey, that lyric is awesome. Maybe we should tweak it this way and do this and that. 
And I really think that it allowed our collaborative sides to come out and the songs turn out better when you get more cooks in the kitchen. I think. Yes. I agree. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I agree. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, dark with headphones on? Should they blast at a party, work out to it? What do you personally recommend? I mean, as an artist, I say, please listen to it on good speakers and not yes. through your phone for the first time, mm -hmm. unless you've got like great headphones in. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, I, I say, and this is just like me, like wishful thinking, but I would say that listen to it on a platform where you can actually click the button and see the lyrics, because yeah. this is what helps kids connect our kids elder emos people who are grown-ass adults like us because <laughs> uh you know i i say kids because i'm used to that or i say yeah. cds because i'm used to that but i say listen to it with lyrics so you can like divulge the music i mean mm -hmm. i remember when i would listen to my albums for the first time i would have their cd and i would have the lyric sheet and yeah. i would start from track one and i'd go from the beginning to the end just to hear how it transitions, how it, mm -hmm. how it flows, how every song sounded to a, not only pinpoint which songs are going to be the singles, but which ones are going to be my personal favorites, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like kids don't listen to the whole CD anymore. Mm -hmm. So I would like, I would challenge anybody listening to our music, especially it's only a five song EP. So it doesn't take long. The songs are like half the size they used to be, you know, yeah. we catered to, you know, what people are writing now, yeah. you know, and so just listen to it like that, because I think that you, you really find more connection to the songs that way. Because I mean, I remember the first time I listened to something corporate, the leaving through the window, you know what I mean? Like, I, I had, I had like a, an adventure, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? listening to that song or listening to those songs for the first time. And that's what I, you know, inspire and want people to go on is the higher adventure, you know? That's oh, yeah. very good. That's fair. Um, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Elvis in Wonderland. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, nope. Try I again. Can't take it. Nope. <laughs> mm -mm. We are back. There we go. There you go. There we go. We're we back. That's, perfect. That's what I would say. This EP is, is the feeling that we want to give people and the feeling that I get when I listen to it is okay. We are back. We, you know, we're making good music, the style of music that we used to, but also tying into what music is now. Mm -hmm. And I would say that that is the feeling I want to give people like the excitement of we are back, Fuck you know? Yeah. Fuck so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so in the same vein as the last question, but not as much pressure, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? You know, I would say that the higher has a tendency of invoking many emotions. Um, uh, if you listen to our EP, it's very cohesive, but mm -hmm. also all five songs sound very different from each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a song that's hard rock. We have a song that's like pop rock. We have a song that's acoustic. We have a song that is um, more uh, like swing. And then we have a song at the end that is more like dark. And mm -hmm. I would say we really, we really wanted to invoke all the emotions, but um, 
if, if I had to tie it all with one, I would say maturity. I would say that this is just a more mature version of the higher. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, so what was your favorite memory that you made while creating this EP? Oh my God. Um, well, uh, so, uh, so shout out to Mike Pepe, who is the man, the guy who produced our record and he's done so many great artists and we will probably be working with him in the near future as well. But, um, I have to give a shout out to the guy who did the demos, uh, Rafa Alvarez. And I would say that, um, just the creative process that we had with him is like the best because it was, it was the memory, like all the, all, all of the touring, it's just me, Reggie and George, and then hired guns, you know, playing, uh, for the, the demo portion, we got the real band. We got the higher, yeah. um, the core group of everyone that was everyone you missed and everyone you've seen and that you remember in the higher. That's who we got together. And mm. that was the best feeling. I mean, just being reunited and making music with Tom Oaks, with Jason Centeno, with Robert Reagan, and with George Lynn. The, these guys are my brothers. Mm-hmm. And oh. it, it felt like reuniting family. Yeah. And so it was long overdue. You know, the, the songs were like just the product of us all getting together and enjoying each other. Mm -hmm. So is the plan to always kind of like record with the original band and then whoever's able to kind of go out on tour, goes out on tour. Well, I I can't, you know, I can't guarantee, I can't say for everyone what they're going to be a part of and what they're not. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I will always be singing for the hire. And I know that um, Reggie and I are kind of, the duo of that will always be doing the touring. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, you're always going to get us. Um, but I, you know, we're open to, uh, we played with Andrew Evans, the kid, as he was known towards the end, he was our second guitarist who took Tom's place when he, he left yeah. and he got to play on this California tour. A couple mm-hmm. of the days he came out and it's just like, I'm just excited to work with anybody that, you know, gives us that old higher feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Yeah. I'm happy that everything came together and everything worked out. And it was just a overall, like really pleasant experience for you guys. I mean, we couldn't have planned it better. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? There was no plan for it. It all just happened organically. It's only natural. What can I say? You know, that's mm-hmm. just how the higher works. Oh yeah. For sure. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Oh, well, I mean, it, it, hands down, I'm going to get a Mountain Dew because at my house, we don't cheat and buy sodas anymore. So anytime <laughs> I am not at home and I can cheat with carbonation, I oh, yeah. am such a, a whore for carbonation. <laughs> <laughs> my voice, as you can hear, I, I like... I sang my ass off for this tour and gave it everything. So I'm super hoarse even today. Um, so carbonation really helps the healing process. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're looking for my guilty pleasure, like snack, I am such an old grandpa. They'll make fun of me for this, but there's two candy bars that I reach for mm-hmm. and it's either an almond joy, yes, which is such a grandpa candy and then payday. Like, what can I say? 
I like eat old man candies. That's fair. No, no, no. The 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 almond joy, that's like top top three for me. So like no yeah. shame in that. Hell yeah. No shame in the game. Never had a payday though. Gonna be never honest in your with you. life. Never not once. Is that the it, it has like peanuts in it, right? Butter, that's it. It's just deliciousness. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't hear many people. Maybe they don't advertise enough for me to like, you know, like say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a payday today. I just yeah. I don't see them enough. No, no. I mean, they didn't need to advertise for me. I knew, I knew if I need a meal, that is gonna like, <laughs> you know, it's gonna cure my my hangover, my oh, hangry yeah. over. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so on the, to- on the topic of food, if the band was Dish, what dish would the band be, and why? If the band was food, well, I mean, on tour, all we eat is Mexican food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are West Coast boys through and through. So I would say we'd be we'd be uh, definitely Mexican food. Uh, me and me and Reggie get almost the same thing. He does the bean rice and cheese or no no what is it no he does steak rice and cheese and Mm. i do the bean steak and cheese burritos so that's what we would be nice we would be the beef the beef (laughs) beef. (laughs) don't tell peter oh damn it sorry sorry um okay so so i forgive you please forgive me Uh, so for these last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if it's okay with you. That's cool. Sick. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're yeah. on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Well, I mean, it, I guess I'm right there. I am a steak and mashed potatoes man. Oh, a thousand yeah. percent. I would get a steak. Mm-hmm. Maybe some, I mean, if it's my last meal and I get a pilot on there, you know, go ahead with some prime ribs, some turkey, any. All the fixins, exactly. mashed potatoes, gravy, maybe a baked potato instead. I don't know. It would Ooh. be potato and steak for sure. Mm-hmm. And then okay. your drink. Oh, it's my. I mean, I'm. I I love Mountain Dew. Why do I love it so much? No, um, I think my favorite drink of all time is actually that it's like the coconut lemon, uh, Gatorade. It's like green. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's like the, I don't know, it's that coconut, like lime kind of yeah. flavor. And I'm obsessed with it. And uh, it's all I drink. I mean, that and, and I might when I cheat on on myself with Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. But what what's the go-to Mountain Dew flavor for you? Oh, no, I'm original. I'm an okay. original man. My girl will tell you. Baja blast all day. And oh, absolutely. I have some friends who are like on that code red bullshit, but I, me, I, yeah. can't, I can't go down that road. I, the only times I get the Baja blast is when I'm doing the Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I'll get the Baja blast freeze. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. my friends, is legit. Exactly. That's good. I, I'm personally a Baja blast kind of guy as well as whatever uh, limited time flavor they have is usually pretty banging. Yeah, Halloween no, my girl sure is on your good. same tick. She wants to try every flavor. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily like every flavor, but we've tried them. I, I want to say she tried recently the watermelon that we did not like. Mm-hmm. And then we tried one that was like a pineapple-like oh, one. Uh, yeah, Ooh. like the pineapple Baja Blast was gross because like pineapple coconut kind of thing going on. It's disgusting. Oh, see, well, but the I, orange, I the mango I actually, one. I enjoyed that. Of course you did. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm like, I'm always the, the pina colada, uh, pineapple flavors. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tropical man. Mm -hmm. I I like to go ahead and try all the flavors, but my, my biggest issue is like, sometimes I'll go to the convenience store. I get the, the, the bottle. Other times I'll just be in the supermarket. I'll buy a 12 pack and it doesn't matter if I like it or not. Now I have a 12 pack of it. I got to drink the rest of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't make that mistake. I don't get the 12 pack unless I know it's going to be legit. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Mm, fiction world. I'd, I'd live on the island in the show Lost. Oh, why? Isn't that like, didn't they like crash there? Yeah, it's Hawaii. I mean, technically, but uh, I don't know. That show is my favorite show of all time, Lost. And so I could live on that island. Okay, that's fair. Nice. Yeah, me the there. characters. Yeah, that's cool. Live me, live me in that world with smoke monsters and <laughs> polar bears. I don't know. Maybe Harry Potter. I'm not cool. <laughs> My kids love Harry Potter. Yeah. So. so Harry Potter or Lost. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely okay. wouldn't be like Game of Thrones or like oh, any no. of that old school shit. I wouldn't survive. <laughs> no, no one would. That's like yeah. instant kill. Yeah. I'd be okay. like, I'd be done for. <laughs> Uh, so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question yes what is your favorite color my favorite color oh wow most important question we're going to exclude black because emos are not allowed to just you know we always wear black yes i would say it it has it has to be green i mean green is the flavor the flavor of choice over here so um I would say green Fair enough. is the way I would go. All I right. mean, our band is called The Higher. I'm not going to spell it out for you, but green is the color of choice Perfect. in the higher camp. <laughs> all right. Um, so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Hey, I mean, just hey, you guys did a great job. Um, I, I hope that um, people come and check out our shows on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We're doing a bunch of shows in a uh, one in New Jersey, one in uh, New York. It's I think it's in like at the Boardwalk, which is in Brooklyn. Um, please come out. It's going to be a great show. We're playing with the Ghost Club, Bad Luck, Little Hag, um, all people who are kind of from that area. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got one of my uh, a cu- couple of our boys playing uh, drums and bass for this one. Um, uh, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. It's been a while since we've been on the East Coast, so please uh, tell everyone to plug and check out our Facebook, our Instagram, our TikTok. We're late to the game, so um, you know we got a lot of MySpace followers, but we need we need that to translate. So yeah, um, check out our music on Spotify, on Apple Music, all the platforms, whatever you're downloading. YouTube, we have like music videos for. Um, for free ride and for it's Elvis in Wonderland. Check that out. They're really fun. Uh, they were a lot of fun to shoot. We shot them right on like Fremont street, right downtown. So they have a Vegas vibe and we have mm-hmm. our, our Elvis, our Elvis impersonator who we hired on, who is a, a champion. Oh yeah. yeah. That's awesome. He killed it. Um, so, well, thank you for style. It's been Seth from the hire and we have been the good noise podcast.